0: You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 370 with Holly Daniels Christensen. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, everyone. I am so excited to have Holly on the show today. I think this is a great episode for those of you that have talents and hobbies that you are wondering, can I make this a living? So the thing that I love about Holly is that she didn't even think that she would ever start making jewelry as a living. So for all of you creative people out there that you're kind of like I don't really know if what I do could even make money, this is the episode for you. And even if you are a person that is not creative and you have a product or a service that you're just kind of like I just don't know. This episode is still great for you. Because I wanted to highlight Holly because I think so many women have these talents and skills and they just can't figure out if they can make money and have a business. Um, So I wanted to share with you, and you'll hear this in the episode, uh, Holly makes this beautiful jewelry. And what really got my attention is that they had offered to make something for me that I could pick a piece of jewelry. And so I picked a heart. And what really stood out to me is that I could customize it and pick a place that we could use sand and put in that necklace so that I could always have it with me. To me, that is so special. I love different sand in different locations with traveling so much. you know, The sand is just different everywhere you go and where i picked i'll let i'll let you guys hear that in the show so i'm not giving everything away is just a place that i have it's such near and dear to my heart because it's a place that i go with my family every year and so because she could customize that and make it so special i feel like this is why she is successful and so i want you to apply this to your business or to your hobby or to your idea And how can you stand out? How can you make it that people want to come to you? And what are you giving them that they can't really find somewhere else? Or maybe it's hard to find somewhere else that only they can get it from you and it will be special and unique. So I want you to just kind of think about that when you're thinking about the talents, the gifts, the hobbies that you're good at. If you heard me speak about this last week, I was talking to you guys about how I kind of felt convicted on not sharing more about my coaching practice Um, because the person that was doing the podcast, she was saying that if you are not talking about that to people, they can't sign up for it. So same with you. If you have something to offer people, if you don't put yourself out there and tell people about it, they're missing out. And I think it's so easy to feel like we're bugging people, annoying them with our services or our products But listen, if they don't want it, then those are not your people. But your people are looking for you and they may not even know it. So I just want to encourage you with that. All right, let's go to the show. Holly, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, Amber. Thanks for having me. Okay. So, Holly, I like to ask icebreakers to start off the show and I like to leave my listeners inspired. So, what is one thing you wish you could tell your younger self?
1: That's a great question. I would tell my younger self that learning and education comes in all forms. You can find knowledge in books, on Google, on YouTube, even TikTok these days. I think that so many of us worry about our formal education that mm-hmm. sometimes we get stuck in a rut. And um, and I know I did when I was younger. And I just think that it's important to know that education is everywhere.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think too, we were talking about this before the recording that, you know, today that so many people have access to that. And I, you know, I think it's easy to kind of bypass that and think, well, it's not a formal education You're not getting a degree, but I mean, people can go really far with YouTube and all that kind of stuff. And, um, we're going to tie this into your story, um, in a minute, but how about you share with us your whole name, where you live, how many kids you have and their ages, and then we'll have you share your story.
1: Absolutely. My name is Holly Daniels Christensen, and I'm the founder and CEO of Dune Jewelry. Dune is D-U-N-E, like a sand dune. And what we do is uh, we craft jewelry out of sand and earth elements from around the world. I have two little girls, Lila and Lexa. They are 10 and 11, almost 12. And we do everything in our little studio here in Norwood,
0: Massachusetts. I love that. Okay. So how about you kind of back us up a little bit? Like, you know, um, you share with us how you figured out like, okay, I want to make jewelry for a living. Right. And, and what inspired you to do that? And then we'll jump into kind of like how you did this in in, like from a difficult circumstance and your, uh, college, your lack of college education, right? Like you were talking about the, you know, education system and stuff like that. So share with us what made you, Be drawn to jewelry, and then we'll kind of go back a little bit further.
1: Sure, I. You know what? I wasn't drawn to jewelry at all. I was drawn. (laughs) I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah, I was drawn to the notion that I could create something and design something that held memories that could that could Mm. hold someone's memories for forever. So that's kind of where it it started. I was helping my Childhood best friend create these ornaments out of beach sand sand that she used to make. mm -hmm. We grew up on Cape Cod, and she made these beautiful ornaments. And she said one day, "My gosh, we should go take a jewelry making class." And I was like, "Absolutely, let's do that." I was working in real estate in the Boston real estate market at the time, and I I desperately needed a creative outlet because the artistic side of me was not being fulfilled. So. We went and started learning how to make jewelry and how to inlay different sands and earth elements into jewelry. And uh, ultimately, she decided she was going to stay home and and raise her boys. She has two beautiful boys. My uh, sorry, three be- beautiful boys. My godson. And uh, and so I decided to continue pursuing the jewelry making. So I really kind of got uh, got my hands dirty literally and just sat at my kitchen table figuring out different ways to utilize different sands and resins and metals and I basically utilized any free resource I could. So in the beginning I was buying findings from a company called Rio Grande. And I would call up their sales representative and pick their brain for an hour and a half. We ended up being very good friends (laughs) in the long run because they Yeah. yeah, they taught me so much. And so Fast forward, we, I uh, launched Dune Jewelry in 2010 from my kitchen table with like, I don't know, maybe 20 different sands in the sandbank uh, um, all, from all surrounding me, right? Like, yeah. like different Cape Cod beaches, New Hampshire beaches. Then something happened where friends and family members would come back from Iceland with a little teaspoon of sand or Bermuda with a little teaspoon of sand and say, oh my gosh, can you make me that jewelry that, that yeah, you make. But right. Can you use this stand? And of course I said, yes. Uh, and now we have a fully functioning, beautiful studio with 28 full-time employees and wow, lots of artists and creatives. And yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. We ship to over uh, 600 stores worldwide.
0: That's amazing. And so I was saying this to you before, when we were talking, um, you had made me a necklace and it's a heart and it has turquoise and Sand from Destin—that's in the Panhandle—for people don't know that in Florida, and it's such a special place for me. And the sand is so white, and that's where I've been taking my girls um, pretty much their whole life. So since I live outside of Nashville, it's an easy drive. And people have like complimented me on it, and I said, "Okay, you just need to wait until this this episode comes out so you can hear her talking about it." But I think it's such an amazing gift for people, like truly, because I know that a lot of people go. To similar places over the years with their family members. And even if they don't, even if it's like this once-in-a-life trip that they're just like, oh my gosh, I am part Indonesian. And so I saw on there, I think I saw Bali and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, oh, that would be so cool. And then there's other places that I'm like, oh, that would be cool. And, and so I had to really kind of rein myself in because I'm like, yeah. I have focus. <laughs> and so um, yeah. but but I love that you have so many options. And then I think too, right, did I see that if you have gone somewhere and they, and you don't have it right you can maybe ship it to you is that does is that right or am i speaking out of every turn every single day no you okay.
1: are 100% correct yeah. we receive sand and earth elements uh, every single day from our customers so and cool. when i say earth elements it can be flowers from a wedding flowers oh, from a funeral nice. maybe it's a shell you found on the mm. beach somewhere maybe okay. it's soil from the yeah Rocky Mountains, or oh, I
0: that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that is so cool. Yeah,
1: I'm going to answer a question that's going to come up. Okay, yeah, <laughs> because there's there's going to be
0: a hundred people thinking the same yeah. thing.
1: Absolutely, we do also uh, use ashes, human oh, yeah. or pet. Remain yep. Okay. Okay. That and is so cool. Not weird or morbid. Yeah. People will say, oh my gosh, I've got this weird question to ask Aww. you. And I'm like, yes, we use ashes. And they're like, oh,
0: how did you know I was going to ask that? <laughs> I can tell just by the look they're on gonna, your face. Yeah. How they're going to phrase it in the look. Yeah. I think that is yeah. so cool. <laughs> It, yeah. So I do, I really want to encourage people that like, if you guys have something that you're like is near and dear, if it's a location or kind of like what Holly's saying, you have someone's ashes and a location, I don't even know, like somewhere special that, you know, I grew up in Michigan. So people <laughs> always went up North. That's what they would say. When, when you live in more of the Southeast Michigan, you go up North Traverse city, Mackinac, all that kind of stuff. And people have cottages and cabins and all these things and Lake Michigan and people have these memories of growing up going to these places. I'm sure that's similar to you um being Cape Cod area and all that. And I think I think it's such an amazing gift. Even for yourself, I think it's an amazing gift to give to your sister or your mother or whatever. And um I, I absolutely love mine. And in knowing that there's like this special element to it, that it's not just a pretty necklace that, you know, there's sand in there that I just absolutely love and that my girls love and and I think it's really cool. So I just want to speak from Personal experience, how how cool I think it is. I mean, you could put, you know, where you went on your honeymoon or where you want to go someday, and it's like a reminder yeah. that you're like, I want to go here. And so, I mean, it's it's really the, it's endless. So so let's kind of go back in in time here for a minute, and you start doing the jewelry. Do you actually like doing the jewelry, Holly, or are you kind of like, this is what I need to do though to get the job done? Or at some point where you're like, I actually kind of really enjoy this.
1: No, I love, I love creating the jewelry. Okay. I love every, every aspect. aspect of oh, okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. love that.
0: I yeah. think yeah. My, my
1: point of saying I wasn't drawn to jewelry yeah. per se, originally. that I wasn't originally drawn to, uh, like the fashion aspect. Sure. Of, I mean, of course I love jewelry, but I wasn't drawn to the fashion aspect it, uh, of it. As much as I was drawn to the sentimental aspect of it, right, uh, in the beginning, and then yeah. of course this was, you know, we're going on almost 13 years, so my That's perspective so cool. has definitely shifted and changed, and uh, over yeah. the years, and I just I love what I do every single day.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's just share this. You, you know, you were a high school dropout, and then now you're running a multi-million dollar jewelry business, and for those people who are listening, and they're just kind of like and maybe they even have college educations but they have been a stay-at-home mom for 10 years and they're just kind of like oh my gosh i don't even know where to start like i haven't been working outside of the home what would you want to tell those moms like what encouragement would you want to give them to figure out what they would want like what what would they even want to do like where do they even begin it's such a it's such a good question because
1: as women were so Preconditioned to be people pleasers, so to actually dig deep enough to figure out what we really want to be doing can be far more dif- difficult for women, uh, or at least women that I've met in my life. I think it's important to try a few new things. Uh, I, it's important to like whatever you're you're going to pursue. I think truly you have to have a passion for it, whether it's the the the. The conquest of it, like of of being of of creating something new and being successful and learning and evolving and becoming a business person, or simply you just fall in love with the art of something and then the rest follows. It's it's not easy, but I'm telling you, if I can do it, you mm. can do it. I love I that. Promise.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, this kind of ties into the next question I want to talk about. Um, so, if women are finding themselves, you know, kind of just in challenging situations and circumstances um, what do what do you want to tell those women that they're kind of like, well, you know I don't know Holly's story like maybe she comes from family money maybe she was able to do this with a husband and um, he had a good living and so she could do this like um on the side right what is it that you want to share about your story that if women who are facing you know just I don't know. They're just kind of like, I I don't know if I can do it. Like I, like she doesn't know my story. Like how, who am I to start this? I don't have a ton of money. I don't know. I don't know where to begin. What what would you want to say to them?
1: Well, I think it's, it's, first of all, I do think mental um, clearness, knowing it's not going to be easy is important. So just to give you, I like to be fully transparent because my story is pretty, Pretty unique. I yeah. I left home at, at 15 and worked all those part time jobs. Uh, my mother was uh, mentally uh, unstable, so there mm. there was no. I grew up in a household where I would have to work to make sure I'm an only child. I would have mm. to work to make sure the lights, uh, the light bill, the electricity would be able to stay on because she would just not pay the bill. Wow! <laughs> like she, yeah yeah she just wouldn't. I, there were we would be on the kitchen floor, oven open, sleeping in the kitchen because. Um, the, the gas was oh. on, but the lights weren't and, and things like that. So mm. I know that sounds really scary as I'm saying yeah, it out yeah. loud, but right. But it's a true, yeah. it's a true part of, of my story. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose I probably have a leg up in the sense of frugality. Like I really mm. worked myself to the bone, uh, in the beginning before I even considered um, bringing on an employee because I did, I've done this all bootstrap. I don't have right. investors. Mm. Um, I do have business loans now, just regular bank lines of credit yeah, and things sure. like that. But mm-hmm. in the beginning I worked in real estate for the first four years to fund, uh, mm. Dune Jewelry. Yep. And it was terribly hard. I remember yeah. like our third Christmas, just, like not being able to keep up with orders, being so disappointed in myself because I didn't Mm. hire anyone because I didn't know if I could afford it. And I was like breaking down every Mm. single day and it just, it sucked. Yeah. (laughs) But right. You learn learn from Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. 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 I think mental, mentally, you have to prepare yourself and you know what, if, if it's easier than you expected, great. But at least if you're mentally preparing to know that there's going to be really, really hard days and that you may have to work a lot more than you expected to. Yes. I think that that's helpful. Also, mm-hmm. uh, I did want to mention there are yeah. free mentor. I know in Massachusetts, we have um, score, which is funded by the Small Business Administration. Mm. And you can go and and get free mentorship.
0: Oh, Wow. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: it's huge. I I got uh, I was paired with my mentor in 2012, and um, and he has no idea of anything in the jewelry industry, but what he does he did and does understand is business, and he taught me everything I know about wow about taxes and reading a profit and loss statement and how to budget your um, your money in in a favorable way and and all of that. So yeah,
0: I love um, that. Yeah. So if, so when you kind of look back when you were starting, I think you would probably it's safe to say that you probably would have hired somebody sooner so that you weren't, you know, killing yourself. Yeah. Um, Is there (laughs) something else that you're kind of like, yeah, I kind of wish I knew this when I first started um, so that people who are listening, you know, you can kind of fast forward them a little bit more so they don't have to figure that out on their own.
1: I think asking for help. I think. Even asking your friends and family to help you out in the beginning, mm-hmm. if you can't afford to uh, to hire someone to help you, just say you're starting out and you, and you need help. Really, yeah, right? Right. Um, don't be afraid to ask for the help because mm-hmm. I I think you'll be surprised at how many people will kind of come out of the the woodwork saying, "Wow, this is really great that you're trying to do this." Yeah, I can give you a couple hours here or a couple hours there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think you've you've got a leg up these days when it comes to AI. I recently have gotten uh, more familiar with chat GPT and it has saved, gosh, probably 10 hours of time a week, whether it's writing a blog Mm. or creating a script for something or things that I would put so much time and energy, like hours and hours and hours and hours, they will, chat GPT will give you a baseline of something that's usable and then you can tweak it and make it your own. I think that's something everyone needs to know about. Yes. Um, Yeah, I agree. Social media, Mm -hmm. just know that that is going to be part of your life, most likely in any business. I think a lot of people start a business and they're just like, all right, I'm starting it. Now people are going to know about it. And that's not the case. You've got to figure out whether it's going to be grassroots or guerrilla marketing or just digital social media marketing. There's, we're in this land now of just vast, uh, the internet's so vast and there's so many people competing for attention. You kind of need to know that right mm-hmm. off the bat, you're you're going to be doing social media as part yes. of your full-time right. job. Yeah.
0: Hey, do you know that I lost over 50 pounds in 2019 and have kept it off? And in 2021, I became a certified life coach so that I can help moms lose weight for the last time. But I do know that sometimes thinking about coaching can be overwhelming. And so what I did for people who want to take that baby step is created a podcast roadmap. This roadmap will take you step-by-step through the top 10 best and most effective weight loss podcast episodes I have done. So if this is interesting to you, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash podcast dash roadmap dash opt dash in forward slash. If this was too long to remember, go to my show notes, mominspireshow.com and go to this episode and you will see that link and you can click it. Or you can go to anywhere that you listen to the podcast and it will be in the show notes. Um, Just go ahead and click it and it will take you right there. But this is a great tool to get going and just get your feet wet in regards to figuring out how you can start to lose weight and lose it for the last time. So I was going to ask you with the jewelry, like, cause I'm thinking people are probably like, okay, I have some ideas. I have some creative ideas, but how did, how did you know, like this, m- like, would this actually work or were you kind of like, okay, I guess I'll do so many and then see if people will buy them. Like, how did you figure out like, okay, enough that's people will question. want this? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's such a good question. I started, uh, and this doesn't apply to everyone, especially if it's a service-based business, but I started taking um, six foot tables to arts and craft shows all around Cape Cod okay, and, yep. and bringing the jewelry and getting real life feedback. It is mm. so valuable being yeah. able to read someone's face when they're, when you're explaining what it is oh, and okay. really absorbing what people are saying back to you. It's, I think we can get caught in this ideal perception that we know exactly what the customer is going to want. Right. And that's just.
0: Not true. Sure. What's one thing (laughs) that you found that you needed to change that you thought people would like? And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, (laughs) everything. What was it? What was it that you started (laughs) with that you that looks different now? Would you say?
1: In the I I thought that's so interesting. I thought in the beginning I could have like 10 or 12 super clean modern designs. Mm. And then I could inlay the sand and then the sand, the organic nature of the sand would be this, this amazing, um, contrast with the clean lines of the silver. And I, I loved it. I was, Mm -hmm. i I, even now I've got like goosebumps thinking how much I loved loved that contrast. Yeah, sure. But no, people were like, I want a starfish. I want a sand dollar, you know, I want a wave and a stingray and a shark and like people really wanted it to feel very,
0: um, coastal. Yes. Yeah. So they didn't want the modern pieces.
1: No, they were like, that's a cool idea, but it wasn't speaking to them. It was only speaking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That is really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, that is a good point about going to an art show or whatever like that and and putting yourself out there. So I guess the thing is, is like, if you don't fall in the art show category, try to get out somewhere so that you can get Get real life feedback. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Get in front of people or... The other thing I did, and this, of course, was a different platform, but I used my personal Facebook mm, uh, yep. where I had not a huge network, but a decent right. network. And I would say, what do you think of this logo? What do you think of this design? What oh, yeah. do you, hey, look at this sand. Can you believe how different Cape Cod is from... Yeah. Positano, Italy, and I oh, right. get this conversation going, mm. and you know how on Facebook everyone likes yes. to give their opinion. opinion. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and in my case, it it, it was a good you. thing. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really helped. Yep,
0: I love that. What about? Okay, so was there a timeline that you had for yourself that you're like, if this doesn't work or I'm not making a certain amount of money, like I need to be done. Or are you just like, I guess I'll just keep being a realtor until I start making enough profit. Like what, what was going on in your mind with all of that?
1: So I was not sure. I really was taking it day by day, trying to, to learn everything I possibly could and gain any knowledge and feedback. And at one point, um, because during the first few years I, of the business, I ended up getting married mm. and, um, and my husband was like, you know, you, my husband is a, is a blue collar worker for the oh. railroad. Okay. And he was like, you need to figure this out because you can't do both forever. It's just, right. it's too much. And I was, yeah, I'm, I'm like 80 hours a week here just trying and to make kids. everything work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said to me, cause I, I was really scared that if I brought on a bunch of people, they wouldn't care about it the way I cared about mm. it. They wouldn't put the love and energy right. into it. What if I couldn't train them properly? And he just looked at me. He's very Boston. He's pretty rough around <laughs> the edges. And he's like, oh, he's like, it, this is not brain surgery that you're performing here. He's like, <laughs> you can figure it out. I was like, Oh. Okay, well thank you, sir. And yeah, <laughs> but if you really take that in and you're like, gosh, yeah, people do train other people to perform brain surgery, yep. I can probably figure out how to make this work. So yeah, that that was the that actual conversation mm. right there was like, okay, I'm gonna do this.
0: So how long were you kind of in this? Well, yeah, I guess how long were you in that before you had that conversation? How how long had you been working on the business?
1: It must've been, it, it must've been like the
0: three, four year mark. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't take a paycheck for the first four years.
0: So the money I you was, made, it just went back in the business. Is that what you mean?
1: The real estate money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously I would take part of the commission for, to share the bills with, with, uh, Eric and. in our home yeah, and then the rest would go into the business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're like in year one and two, did you ever feel like, okay, is this going to actually make it or I need to change gears? Cause I think that's the thing, right? I think people don't know when to stop. Like they're like, okay, Mm. this is not working or no, you're just, it's just around the corner. Like, you know, so do you have any thoughts on that? Like what you were experiencing to be able to share that with other moms?
1: Yeah. I think that I'm, I tend to be a kind of a forever optimist. I think that in in, in full transparency, I received so much validation from oh, outside sources. Yeah,
0: I see. Mm-hmm.
1: And that really helped me to continue putting one foot in front of the other because had I not had positive reaction right. to the product, Mm-hmm. I I would never have had the confidence to to keep going. I know I wouldn't. Have, I am I am a completely different person today than I was ten years ago. Yeah, um, confidence wise, right, right. So I think if I had I had received a lot of negativity in the beginning, it it would have been hard. So I I want to have a good answer for that, but I I think getting out in front of people and really truly. Um, joining some networking groups, other women in business, um, like women in retail, or I'm sure a lot of people have local uh, women in business um, types of groups. I think those are helpful. I do think you will get an honest opinion from people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Utilizing every touch point you have to make sure that the that what you're doing is saleable or a good idea is important. Yeah, so If you have a hundred people saying, it's just, you know, it's really cool that you're doing it, but it's just not a great Idea, then maybe yeah. you should just, you don't have to give up, but just tweak right. it, reassess, yeah. pivot, figure it out. Yeah. Um, there's, if you have the drive, there's, there's always something that's going to work for you. Yeah.
0: I love that. Now, where do you see yourself kind of going, you know, at this point, now that you have so many employees? Like, do you feel like you just keep staying with what you have? You want to expand? What does that look like for you?
1: I, Think definitely expand. Mm-hmm. We just um, launched a private label label brand for a twelve chain store down in Florida oh. called Brand Smart. Yeah, it's a it's a, a brand that I put together for them called Mi Tesoro. and it's different from Dune. It's a waterproof stainless steel luxury oh, line. Okay, but yeah. But that's been a fun little project yeah. for the past year, and I but I do I would like to. Stick with my core, yeah. Dune mm-hmm. concept and ideals, um, because really, I, we just want to do good for the for the yeah. world. We've donated over two hundred fifty thousand dollars back to Coastal Preservation and mm. other global charities over the I years. Love that. Yeah, yeah. We really want to. We really want to continue growing this community because we have so many great customers.
0: Yeah. Well, and two, you're giving people jobs, which is amazing. And so, yeah, I, I love that. And, um, you know, thinking. And, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was no, going to say, a and mm-hmm.
1: a lot of them are artistic jobs, which are very, very far and few between. Yes. Uh, yeah. Far yeah those are between. not easy to
0: find on a, on a consistent basis.
1: Uh, no, exactly. So I said that wrong. Few and far
0: between. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. No, no. <laughs> I knew what you mean. Yes. <laughs> I say things wrong all the time. So like, hopefully yeah. somebody knows what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I totally get it. Every, all moms would, would have yeah. been like, oh, I, yeah. I know what she's trying to say. For sure. Yeah, no, and, and, and I love that. And um, so okay, as we end, is there anything else that you want to add? Um, you know, I don't know, to give encouragement or anything about your business that you would love to share? I would
1: love to share just encouragement mm. for any woman out there, any mom out there who is thinking about starting a business. Don't get stuck in. I I understand details are important, but don't get so paralyzed by Mm. the details that you don't actually do something you have to put one foot in front of the other little baby steps you know will eventually turn into something it's it's forward momentum we can't we just can't be stagnant if you're if you're trying to start a business baby steps one step a day um do the things you're scared of i'm petrified of public speaking Mm. and um and i and I was terrible at, it. really bad. I'm still not great. Yeah, but, but I'm getting a couple better. Of, yes, yeah, yep. yep. Every time I get the offer, my heart starts yes. racing. Yes, my stomach starts hurting, and then I say, <laughs> and then I say yes to it. Yeah. And then I'm like, Why did
0: I say yes? Yeah, I love it. No, I think that's so <laughs> um, good. Yeah.
1: Find a mentor. Reach out to other women. I've I've gone to lunch with women to try to be as helpful as possible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And. uh and stay, yeah, stay positive. Keep, keep kind of dreaming about it and manifesting it and thinking about it and talking about it because the more you can kind of speak it into existence, it really does. It really does help.
0: Yeah. Well, and I was going to say you got married and you already had your kids. So you were a single mom. Is that correct?
1: No, no. I had, so I got married, um, gosh, And had my, so we met. Because
0: they were so far. Okay. So this, yes, I see what you're saying. You got married and then, and then you had your kids, is what you're saying. Like, uh, yeah. This was a way back. Yeah. But it was all,
1: but it was all kind of, like, it was, yeah. It was all very
0: quick. Not a single, but you, okay. So you didn't do this as a single mom. So you were already, you, you had your husband with your kids when you were starting your business. Is that what you're saying? I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So let me back, okay. So let me back up. again. Cause I, I, I misunderstood that. So when you, back when you, you know, you left your house, early 15. Okay. Um, well, why I was trying to figure out if you're a single mom or not, obviously leaving your home at 15 is very difficult. Like I think about like, uh, moms who are trying to start over and, and, you know, taking care of themselves and, and like, what are they going to do? Well, I think about your 15 year old self and I think, wow, like, you know, that is really rough. So when you think about being that young person and you're like, how am I going to make it in life? Because I know so many women just starting over and they're like, how am I going to do this? And now I have kids. And so what, what would you want to tell them, you know, from your experience of really having to figure things out from a very young age and taking care of yourself?
1: Yeah. I mean, being a single mother is an absolute next, next level um, responsibility. And I think, trying to stay focused on the fact that there is light at the end of the tunnel, Mm. it does get easier. It will get easier. Um, which is easy for me to say sitting here now, right. But if you can try your best to care for yourself, as well as the children, you know, not neglect your self care and your mental health, um, in lieu of, of, um, just, being solely focused on being a mom, right um that's important, you know, taking a few minutes wh- i mean literally, whether it's just in the bathroom taking a deep breath mm-hmm. right like yeah with with a few minutes to yourself um yeah I, it's not it's not an easy feat, and I just hope I always like kind of hope and pray for single moms that they have some help around them, whether it's a parent or a friend, um asking for help again is i think for so for some reason, so many women are. Embarrassed, mm. or they don't want to ask for help yeah. when there's right. there's probably a good amount of people around yeah. you surrounding you. They would be more than willing, willing to help. So, yeah,
0: no, I think, I think that's asking so good. For help is huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Okay, so Holly, where can people find you, and they can find your beautiful jewelry, and also on social media, and then I'll put all this in the show notes as well. We
1: are the same everywhere. We're okay. Dune Jewelry. D U N E. Like a sand dune, mm-hmm. J-E-W-E-L-R-Y, dunejewelry.com. And we're dune jewelry on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, what used to be Twitter yeah. and, and LinkedIn. I know. I'm like, wait, <laughs> my brain just blanked out. Um, and yeah, so we're very consistent uh awesome. doing jewelry everywhere.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, Holly, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I think when people see your jewelry and the concept behind it, I, I think they're gonna fall in love with it. So thank you again for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Amber. I appreciate it so much.
0: Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do three things. Follow or subscribe to the mom inspired show this means that you will never miss an episode. It also helps me to keep bringing you relevant content and more amazing guests because these are the numbers that they look at when deciding to come on certain podcasts. Also, if you have the time, I would love if you would leave a five-star podcast review and share the show with your friends. You can do this wherever you listen to the podcast. Till next time, bye-bye.